So to jump right into things, we're going to start this segment off about cars. Uh, I had a call in yesterday with Gary, aka Motor Spit, super cool guy, and uh, he was telling me about kind of the tracks that he likes to do, and he was ask also asking about my Jetta. So first of all, here's Gary's segment of his call in. Yo, Jonathan, uh, I just realized that you asked a question about what my favorite track to drive was, and I didn't answer it in the segment on my station. So the answer is probably either Snetterton or Rockingham uh, International Sports Car Long. There's a few different configurations of that circuit, but that's the one that we race at. Uh, and the reason for that is most of the other drivers seem to dislike those circuits. They say usually the tracks don't offer much grip, uh, and by nature of the track they're very technical. They require a sort of thinking man's line and thinking man's approach to how you're going to navigate the circuit rather than just sort of flat-out high-speed bravery. And uh, the technical natures of the circuit suit me better. I'm better at those. I can outthink, I can outskill those guys when it comes to just going fast and being brave. That's my uh, weakness, really. Anyway, uh, catch you later, and love to hear more about your Jetta. So, Gary, yeah, I've never heard of those two tracks, actually. Um, when I think of British racing tracks or circuits, I'm always thinking... Brands Hatch or uh, Silverstone, as I assume most people are, but those sound like two two really cool places, especially considering the technicality and really getting down to more of the corners uh, rather than uh, bare speed. So I'm, I I appreciate you saying that about your your driving style to be more technical. I think I'm more like that as well. Even though I did have my fair share of fun at quarter mile stuff back in the day, but uh, everybody who who doesn't know, uh, Gary's driving a Toyota MR2. Gary, I'm assuming it's a, it's a W20 generation, that's like the second generation, and uh, it's a mid-engine, uh, it's kind of a sports car, two-seater, uh, very cool, you can usually take the roofs off of them, some of them you can, I don't know if they're just coupes or just, uh, or just removable uh, roofs, I think they're both, if I'm not mistaken, but anyway, they're super quick cars, uh, especially the turbocharged version, doing uh, any kind of turbo swap, those are super fast cars, and Gary has a naturally aspirated one that he actually swapped out the turbo engine for to then be able to race in the circuit, uh, in the class that he's racing in, in the UK. So, uh, Gary, thanks again uh, for calling in and answering that question. Even though you missed it, no big deal. I appreciate you calling back in and, and saying that. So, let me get to your part of the question about my Jetta in uh, this next segment right now. Alright, so the Jetta. Uh, to be clear, to, be, to begin with, this is not my daily driver. This was, uh, this was actually my first car that I got back in about, I think it was 2007. And I've had in Germany now, I've had a Scirocco R, which was also my baby. That was like my dream car uh, that I've had up until a couple months ago, which I just sold. And now I have an Audi A1, which I'm very happy with. It's a perfect city car. But the Jetta, uh, I still have the Jetta. It's in the US. And this car, I mean, let's say it like this. I was, I've been addicted to cars since I was seven. And up until I was 16, I was playing all different kinds of sports, uh, baseball, football, whatever. And until I got my driver's license, everything else just, you know, faded away completely. Uh, nothing else mattered except cars when I got my driver's license. And so as a parent, I can only uh, kind of sympathize and to see like your child go through such a transformation where everything else falls away except for this one passion that he has. And I'm very thankful to my dad who actually incentivized that and said, um, during uh, junior year of high school, he said, you know, Jonathan, um, I know you have this passion, but let's turn that into grades so that you can get into a good school, so that you can, you can get a good job when you're out of there. But um, if you get good grades, bud, then I'll, uh, 
I'll get you a car. And so we set a price limit and everything. And again, very thankful for my dad to, to be able to do that for me. And I'll do that for my kids one day for sure. But um, yeah, I, I got the grades and so we got the car. And I mean, even the story of how we got the car is super funny. Uh, maybe I'll tell that another time if you're interested. But uh, this car changed my life uh, when I was 17. And again, that's another story. I'll just talk about the specs for it right now. But this car went through all kinds of changes. It's a 2001 Jetta 1.8T Wolfsburg edition. Started out with 150 horsepower and that quickly changed. I think it went through three different phases and three different turbochargers. But I chipped it, did, uh, lowered it. It was on uh, H&R Cup Kit. It was, uh, yeah, H&R Cup Kit. It had, oh man, BBS RSs. No, BBS RCs, sorry, not RSs. RCs from the GLI. I mean, it went through everything, every, everything. Um, so much so, I, I actually swapped the turbo out for a KO 420 uh, from the Audi TT 225 horsepower. We put that one in there. It was like, this was blood, sweat, and tears for me and my four best friends at the time when we were in high school. And we did a turbo swap in my buddy's garage. And this thing, I mean, geez, it, it made 258 wheel horsepower after the turbo swap, uh, after the injectors, uh, intake. I mean, we changed everything. It was, it was out of control. And we didn't know what we were doing. We just knew we wanted to do something to get this car to be moving uh, at the quarter mile and also for autocross. And uh, 150 horsepower just wasn't enough. So we swapped it and we just did it. I mean, we just did it in my buddy's garage and it was awesome. That car ended up doing, in the quarter mile, it did 13.3 at 104 miles an hour with a 1.960 foot. And apparently that was, uh, I think, the fastest car that wasn't on water methanol ejection back in like 2006, 2007. And I was really proud of that car at that time. It was, that was my life though. I mean, that was just, that was my baby. That was all I was thinking about. And then uh, I got an oil leak, what I thought, and I thought that the KO4 was blown. Turns out it wasn't, but anyway, we did a total uh, motor overhaul. We built the engine. We put a big turbo into it. It was a uh, 50 trim actually. And then that, that turbo had an issue with the oil seal. So then we put in a Borg Warner S256. I think with a 72 AR. Um, and it had a super, I mean, it wasn't a super quick spool comparison to the KO4, but it was pretty quick for, for the size turbo. And that thing ended up putting down 350 horsepower at the wheels. And uh, we put an LSD in there, we put a wave track limited slip differential in there, we put, um, I mean it already had a stage two power clutch in there. The whole, I mean just, I can, I can list it for days, it, it, it's totally not stock anymore, let's just say it like that. And it's just a blast to drive. I mean when I would go back, uh, I'd be driving my Scirocco R, you know that thing has 265 horsepower, and I thought that was fast, and then I'd go back and drive the Jetta, and that thing would just scare the hell out of me. I mean, it had an open wastegate, and uh, it was just, it would just scream, take down Corvettes, 911s, whatever I would throw at it. It was an awesome car, and it still is. Uh, it's for sale now, actually, because it's just sitting in my mom's garage, and uh, I need to get rid of it, unfortunately. But yeah, that's just the basis of the Jetta. I hope that uh, is informative enough for you. All right, let's get into some other stuff now. One thing I just thought of that I'll add here is, doesn't matter when you're listening to this, if you have a question about cars, about your car, if there's a problem with your car, if there's a car that you love and you just want to talk about, or anything that has to do with cars, you can always call in and ask me. Um, I am a car guy through and through, and 
they're just a passion of mine that's never going away. So I would love to talk cars with you. Be open to it. Um, and yeah, let's leave it from there. Just call in, ask a question, and we'll see what's up. All right? So the last thing I'll do about cars for today, and then we'll conclude this section, is I want to do a poll. And I want to do a poll on if you were given $50,000 or euros or whatever to spend only on a car, and the insurance is included, gas is included, but the only thing you have to spend is on the car itself, modifications, or whatever else you want to include in it. The most detailed replies will be included in, this, in the channel, of course. And call in. I'm interested to hear your opinions.